Welcome back to our listeners, and you're listening to the 15-Minute Reset. I'm your host, Lori Carice, and today I have with me our guest, Renette Epson-Bush, and your topic today is a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So first, welcome, Renette. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to to connect. And, uh, you know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So let's dive right in. Okay. So I want to tell you, this is the one thing. I didn't get my mind right. I mean, my mind is really good, but in reference to moving forward and believing in myself and really being able to step up and stand out and do the thing that I was called to do, I had to get my mind right. And so I'm very big on personal development. And it wasn't until I got in the space and place to develop my mind personally and really figure out who I was and where I was going. I had to learn to believe in myself. And I know that a lot of people struggle with that that same thing, believing in themselves. And so they go through life, not ever really trying to get developed develop their mind, going through the personal development, going through the steps to get help. And and it's so sad that many times we will help everybody else and do everything and rip and run for them. But then when it comes time for us, we don't really do what we need to do. We take a chance on the lottery and take a chance on different things. But when it comes time to take a chance on ourselves, our dreams, our goals, our vision, we have to get the mind right. Because if the mind is not right, then nothing else will be right. So that's why I truly believe and say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste because a lot of times we have things that we want to do, but we get inside of our head. We get inside of our feelings and we get stuck there and we never move or live the life that we were purposed to live because we have not allowed our mind to get developed personally and get the things that we truly need. So, so, so what type of strategies would you recommend for somebody? You know, we, we all live in a... Busy hustle bustle world. There's a lot of distractions, a lot of things going on in the world to pay attention to. We're we're pulling ourselves out of a pandemic. I say that sometimes with hesitation because you never know. Um, So yeah, how do you? You know, that's why I think this is a perfect topic for a 15 minute reset because I like to make a suggestion to people to take that pause to reset. You know, are you overwhelmed? Do you have a lot running through your head? Step away. Take a walk. Uh, for me, you know, I work from home. So sometimes a reset for me is doing something personal, throwing in a load of laundry. I know that sounds kind of sad, but it does clear the clutter in a way, you know, in my head and also physically. So talk about some strategies for somebody um, who definitely needs to kind of set that, that tone for the, you know, what's going on in their head to make sure that they can kind of stay in that kind of control. Okay. Well, I definitely thank you for that question because that's a great question. And you actually segued into what I would say about that because you talked about the hustle and the bustle, the rush, the ripping, the running, that type of stuff. And many people continue that life. They rip, they run, and they never take a moment to sit with themselves. Where are you going? What do you want? Who do you need to connect to? And so you have to really sit with yourself and start asking yourself some questions that are going to help you to move forward. And so many times people negate this. They just keep ripping and keep running. And maybe they'll start something, but then they'll stop. Start, stop. It's like a going down that rabbit hole instead of really sitting and figuring out what do you really want? And so as you sit with yourself and you start asking yourself better questions, 
then you can understand yourself and where you are going. So as you're able to really understand yourself and you start saying, okay, well, I, I really want to do this, then you'll know who you need to connect with. Because as long as you're ripping and running and hustling and bustling, it's hard to really know what you want, who you need to connect with, what you need to do. So that's very important. And after you do that, I, I think that you need to understand that you must change yourself. A lot of people want to change, but they're doing the same things they've been doing. They're, they call themselves wanting to change, but they're remaining the same. That doesn't happen. You've got to do something different. So you got to change yourself. You got to change your habits. You have to change your mindset. You might have to change your environment. You might have to change your circle. So it's different things that you need to do in order to really move forward and get your mind right. And as you start going through these changes, you have to be able to correct yourself because a lot of things that you're doing that have been keeping you stuck, unless you correct them and you're able to accept correction, it's hard to move forward. And a lot of people don't want to hear what they need to do, how they need to do it. That's, that's kind of hard for some people to accept. But once you decide to change yourself, correct yourself, then you will start to see yourself excel. You will start to see yourself go higher and do the things that you want to do. You'll see yourself elevate and you'll be able to next show up for yourself for what it is you really said you want to do. You have to be able to show up for yourself. Stop talking about it. Stop dreaming about it and get in action. And after you do all of that, I think, you know, you show up for yourself. As you're doing that, you will get yourself structured as to how you're going to do it, where you're going, you'll, you'll have a process. And then it's just like a rinse and repeat. As you move on to do something else, or as you're continuing to do the same thing, you can hone in on different things that you need to adjust and fix it so that you can move forward and live the life that you want to live. Get that mind right. Because like I said, it's a terrible thing to waste. Getting unstuck. I mean, that's a huge topic. I want to give you a couple, an example of a recent conversation, but also something I've even, my, my mother even tells me this all the time, you know, you're not going to get what you want until you know what you want, because, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just not ready. You know, I'll do that. Or, you know, I want to do this with my business or personal relationships. But until you've really clarified what that looks like, you really can't go after it and go get it. And talking about getting unstuck. Okay. So here you and I are, are talking, it's July 1st. Now that we're going to be on the radio, um, podcast. So people are going to listen to this on demand, whether, you know, it be this month, next month or following, but as of today, you know, the, the economy is struggling. We're paying crazy prices at the pump, uh, crazy prices at the grocery store. And people are starting to panic a little bit about, you know, finances and rightfully so. And especially if you own your own business and your professional services are, are a luxury item, you know, you might start getting a little bit scared, you know, like, am I going to start losing clients? Do I slash my prices? Do I add additional value, et cetera? How do you get your mind wrapped around that panic of, of the influx of what's happening to us, but to still stay calm, still have a plan, um, kind of, put that in your head. I know what it's like to panic in business. I've been a solo entrepreneur for 14 years. And when I panic, that's time for me to step away from the computer 
you can start feeling the panic in my emails. And it's like, that's when I need to stop. I have to reset. Um, so yeah. How about you? What, what's your suggestion when you're kind of starting to feel that panic? Um, like I just said, basically sitting with yourself. And another thing you need to do is make sure because a lot of times when these things are happening, we connect ourselves with people that are, oh my God, it's just so much. I can't do this. Oh, I, I'm just so freaking out. We have to make sure that we protect our circle, our energy, because when you allow all that negative energy in your space, in your, your face, it causes a problem and then it starts that panic. And so we must make a decision, a conscious decision to focus on the things that we want to see as, a, as opposed to the things that we don't want to see. You focus on whatever you focus on is what you feed, what you think about, you bring about. So you have to keep your mind in the space and place. And when you sit with yourself and you start to understand who you are, what you're doing, where you're going, and start to get yourself in a space and place where you're affirming yourself, where you're believing in yourself. And when you get up in the morning and you talking to yourself, you know, I'm great, I'm this, I'm the world-renowned speaker, business owner, coach, whatever it is, start talking to yourself. Start putting it out in the atmosphere because what you think about, like I said, you bring about. What you put out, you get back. So if you're putting out all that negative energy, if you're putting out the panic, and I know that it can be scary, and I'm not going to sit and act like, oh, no, life is not scary. It can be scary, but guess what? We have to do it afraid. We have to do it anyway. We have to do it anyhow through the fear, through the scarcity, whatever you're going through, you have to get up and continue to move. If you think about it, I'm sure everybody in the world has trips, look, they fell, you know, on the ground here and there. Did you stay down? No, you get up. And that's the same thing in life. You get up. You've got to get up if you plan to go up. If you plan to do better, do more, have more. You cannot keep sitting there. You fell, oh my God, I'm sorry. No, we have to get up and find a better story. We have to change the narrative. We cannot sit in pity parties and the woe is me. Because if that's where you're staying, if that's the people that you're hanging around, hanging around, that is what you will continue to get. So you need to find a better circle. You need to find some positive people. Sometimes you might need to find a coach, a therapist, whatever it is, so that you can fill yourself with the things you need to keep going. You don't want to stay down. Yes, things are happening, but no, you don't have to get caught up and stuck in it. You just look for the best, continue to move, continue to believe, and it will happen. Renette, I think I love you. <laughs> I just saw a, a bold businesswoman, a cut through the BS kind of person. And I love that attitude. I mean, as a 14 year entrepreneur myself, like I said, you don't think I've slipped and fell and had hard times. And, you know, I'm in the events industry. I have good events and bad events. I mean, it happens and you got to pull through that pity party and move on to the next, not the next shiny object, but you got to power through it. You also have to realize, you know, people were drawn to you for a reason. Therefore, you're kind of a big deal. Remind yourself you're that big deal and do it every day. And, you know, I, I know that you're um, an accountability and mindset coach and a motiva motivation mentor, but you're also in a leadership community or you're on a leadership team of the eWomen Network in Orlando. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I love community I builders. That's why I, I think that's yeah. very powerful to be part of a community. Totally, totally powerful. 
So I'm the managing director of the E-Women Network Orlando. And and the big and this is a worldwide network. It's over 500,000 women in the network. Sandra Yancey is the CEO. And one of the things that I really love about the network is that we have values and we stand on those values. Every meeting we have, every event we have. And one of the uh, top ones that I like is lifting others as we climb. So as we lift others and we foster an environment of integrity, trust, communication, these things. And this is why, as you said, community is so big and it's so huge because a lot of people, when they have these issues of feeling like they're about to panic, the world is like it's upside down. When you have community and you have those people that you can go to, you go to them. And so whatever you're going through, you can grow through. And so when you, you can go to that community, y'all can talk, you foster good relationships, you all have meetings, we bring in speakers that are going to help with these different issues, a financial person, a person that is going to help you mentally. So we bring in different people to help with that. And a lot of times when people get in situations, they may feel embarrassed, they don't want to be transparent, they don't really want to talk. And I know that it can be scary, especially dealing with people on the outside who really don't know or understand but when you do have a good network when you do have a community that you can go to it just changes life it really does so that's really important i think that's very important and especially through the pandemic you know a lot of people have found themselves they were without a job therefore they started their own business they didn't want to wait around and and let the pandemic you know control their destiny whether or not they were going to go back to their office or whatever their job may have been so you know it's strange how the pandemic may have opened up some doors and some opportunities to make those types of connections and form community. I certainly did quite a bit during the pandemic. Um, you know, I, I have a presence on Clubhouse, which is an audio app to some of our listeners who may not know what that is. And it was kind of a saving grace space for me a lot of times because my kids were home doing distance learning. I all of a sudden found that I didn't have work to do because my events business was down. I started a podcast, later started a radio station, um, but it's really the community that I connected with through this audio app and listening to other people, sharing stories and their highs and lows as well is really what made me probably a better listener and community builder. So I think it's, it's really important. You don't always have to pay for a membership fee. You can find some, some, um, you know, free groups or, you know, you get what you pay for it too. I also always say if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. So absolutely, enrolling in a membership program where there's some kind of membership fee, you're going to pay better attention to that community and what they have to offer. You know, if you just simply don't have a budget, find, find something that's either free or grab a few friends and do some zooms, but Truly, if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. And to be exposed to leadership qualities like you have, I, I would say people are probably getting their value. And especially, and I know you're not the only you know leader in that community. There's probably a, a lot of different ways for your community to connect, whether it's Zoom or in person, online. I mean, it's e-women, so there is an e-platform. <laughs> yes, and I, I love what you said because People, when they pay, they pay attention. And, and I want to caution or encourage those people as you're continuing to look for free, look for free. When you're doing free, you're going to get something, but that's like nibbling. 
You're not going to really get fed how you should get fed. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, you want people to pay you, but you don't want to pay to get the information, the knowledge, get around the right people. Proximity is everything. So you need to get around the people that are doing things that are that are 10 steps ahead of you, not always looking for the free, free, free. Yes, sometimes it's spaces and places where you have to go and look for the free. When the pandemic happened, I did. I was doing events. I was doing events and I had a whole tour schedule that was shut down. And, and as um, Lori mentioned, Clubhouse, that was a big, huge something for my business because I was able to get clients from Clubhouse, build community, and not only that, build myself up because it's all types of rooms that I was able to go into and listen to things and hear people that were saying great things. I made such amazing connections. People that I met online or through Clubhouse, now I met them offline. So that's another thing I want to say. Take those relationships like Lori and I, we met on Clubhouse and now we're here on a whole different platform. She took it offline. I took it offline and, and we came here and we're on a different platform. So go outside of, we're still online, but go outside of the platform like we were on Clubhouse. So then we started emailing. I followed her on IG. She followed me. Those are things that you do so that you can move forward. Don't just stay there. You listen, listen, listen all day. And that's what a lot of people do. They listen but they don't take action. Have intention when you're on a platform, you're listening. Like if you're on Facebook, why are you just scrolling? What's your purpose? IG, what is your purpose? Clubhouse, what is your purpose? Have a purpose, be intentional. Know what you're going there for. Because if you're just letting it be a time suck, you're not growing, you're not going, and then your mind is just being wasted. You and I are like sisters in a way, because I got goosebumps when you were saying all this, because I heard myself and you too. Do you know how many times I've been on Clubhouse and saying, you've got to be disciplined with your time. If you're scrolling here for six hours a day, you're not working. You're not getting other things done. If you're only chasing follows on that application and you're not taking them somewhere else, why are you just worried about how many follows you have on that application? What if it goes away? So you know, I do build a community outside of Clubhouse. So I build my Clubhouse and I say, hey, you know, uh, now join my meetup. And that's where we're going to be more actionable. Because, I mean, even I, I opened up a room recently. Again, this is kind of weird, possibly for listeners who don't know uh, Clubhouse. But I opened up a room, which is a conversation space. And it was a, a community conversation. And I was the only one talking. I'm like, hey, you know, if you want to have open conversation about this, join, join me on stage, open up your mic. Everybody was just listening. I closed the room. I said, you know, if I can't lead this conversation, I'm not here to coach or consult or, or teach anything. This is an open conversation. If you're just listening to me, you're not going to get anything out of it. Neither am I. So I'm going to close in three, two, and one and did, mm -hmm. because I'm like, those aren't my people. If they're just listeners, I understand a lot of times you can go in there and only listen because maybe you are taking a shower. <laughs> maybe you are doing, um, uh, your laundry. And for those who are listening, that's not real weird because you only see an avatar. It's not video. So you don't see me in the shower. <laughs> um, but so, so, you know, on occasion, if you are just listening, great. But if you're always a listener, boy, are you wasting your time? You are sucking up your day. You are bored. And guess what? I raised my hand to this. I am not bored. I'm very like, 
specific with my time on clubhouse, I'll give myself an hour early in the morning. I consider it like my boardroom energy. It builds me up. I opens up conversations and I get kind of charged. I miss that boardroom environment since I have been working for myself for so long and it does charge you up. So I use it as my boardroom. I shut it down intentionally and I go on with my day and you probably don't see me again. Maybe if I can't sleep, I might scroll, but I'm probably not going to really jump in the conversations. But I, I tell people that all the time. Don't just be a listener. You've got to be actionable. You've, you're not going to do anything with it um, by just listening and not doing something. It's kind of like going to a networking event. If you exchange cards and you don't call them or make, make the appointment, why did you even bother with the card? And that's how I look with, at you know Clubhouse. Great. We've been connecting, but now take the next step like you and I did. I appreciate that. And you never know where this is going to go. And because you and I didn't have just a solo conversation on Clubhouse, I didn't know how bold you were and how much now I so adore you. Everything coming out of your mouth is what I also preach very often. And sometimes I feel like I'm a little hard on people. <laughs> so hearing it from you is like, well, appreciated. They, need it. they need it. And that's the problem with many people. They want stuff to be sugar-coated. They want to be babysat. And that's not helping you. That's enabling people. So I love that you do that. You're a woman after my own heart. I adore you as well, because I really think that we are doing people a disservice by babysitting and not telling the truth. And, and people may get angry. People may not like you because of it. And I tell people up front, if I'm coaching, hey, this is the type of coach I am. So if you're not looking for this, you know, I don't mind hand holding you and giving you the steps to get started. But I'm only doing that for so long. And then I'm going to need you to really do what you need to do. I'm not going to continue to hold your hand. I'm not going to enable you. You need to step up. You need to show up. You need to do what you're supposed to do. And I, that's why I'm very meticulous about my coaching programs. Like I don't sign year long contracts with people because what if they're lazy? What if they don't want to do, you know, and they're constantly complaining. I'm not in that space and place. I don't need people that are constantly with excuses. I need people that are going to find a way. I need people that are going to get up and move and do something and they really want it. So those are the people that I want to work with. And those are the people that I'm assigned to. I'm not for everybody and it's okay. You know, I, I'm not sad about it. I'm okay with it. Absolutely. I love that. You know, we get to pick and choose our relationships also, and you want to see people thrive and that are going to pull through. You, you can guide them, but they have to do it for themselves and want it for themselves as well. So I, I think this is an amazing conversation. We could probably go on for quite a bit. So I'm going to invite you back to have a more lengthy conversation as we wrap up our 15 minute plus reset here. But for our podcast episode, I will certainly share your information on with through our show notes, but for our audio only our radio listeners, tell us how to find you. Okay, well, you can find me on Instagram as Renette Upson Bush, Instagram and Facebook. And my website is the next level nation.org. The next level nation.org. So you can find me at any of those places. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been the 15 minute reset. I am Lori Carice, and we will see you next time. <laughs>